This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Hello and welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Colt. And I'm Peter. Now, are we going to address the enormous elephant in the room, which is the... Uh, there's no way to I'm talk just... about Peter. He's, he's, just... he's a human I'm... being, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting here. There's no need for them. You've got to stop, kick off like that. stop wearing grey tops. Okay, so... <laughs> So, oh, and a trunk mask. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a giveaway. We started quickly here, haven't we? Yeah, it's we, fantastic. We crescendo to to the normal nonsense. On, what what what's the elephant in the room, Justin? I'll you see. I'll throw you the the feed line. No, thank you very much, Peter. I would suggest the elephant in the room is the promotion of our bitter rivals to the Premier League. I don't want to dwell on this for too long. I think we've got slightly different views on it. I think my view might be a bit more progressive and a little bit more gentle, but I've got a feeling that Mr. James's view might be more blunt and perhaps traditional. Let's go yeah. with Carl first. Luton's promotion to the Premier League, Carlos. You have the floor. Uh, it, yeah, it, it makes me feel utterly, utterly depressed, quite honestly. My, my social media has been very active since said promotion. And and yeah, I listen. I I I'm kind of looking at it from a positive. I'm hoping next season they get absolutely battered and destroyed week in and week out. But whether I, you know, whatever happens, they they've got a hundred and potentially 150 million quid in the bank to set them up for the next five years. You know, uh, their outlook is actually looking quite good, and I'm thoroughly pissed off by it. I can't deny it. it's just it's fucking broken me. I mean, I'm I'm thoroughly miserable. I've had to stay away from most social media for a period of time just to try and regroup and try and find a bit of confidence back in myself oh. and it doesn't help it doesn't help when you do a match day vlog and go to Luton and lose and at the end of that vlog you say ah it's all right because you're not fucking going up anyway and that video is played to you around about a million times yeah it becomes it becomes a little bit tedious so yeah that's where I am yeah I have seen some of the comments coming in via email you have a new reply to your <laughs> I'm not looking at that I'm not looking I know that's going to be I'm not looking at that yeah don't personally um, I watched the semi-finals and the final poised as I was with my memes ready to go and some of them are great by the way I'm never going to get to use them but some of them are very good I have to say I think you've said previously Carl it is a hell of a journey they've been on from sort of non-league to Premier League in a short space of time and I think they are 
I'm not going to say they deserve it, but I, I, I don't harbour any ill feeling towards Rob Edwards. As I said at the time when he took the job, you know, he doesn't owe Watford anything. We fucked him off after 11 games. Yeah. Fair play. So, yeah, I mean, he did say some sort of quite telling things, didn't he? About He sort of, sort of spoke highly about Forest Green Rovers and Luton, but not very highly of Watford, I think, in some of the things that he, yeah. he came out with, which is fair enough, because we did, you know, I would too. If a, a, an employer fucked me off, I'd be right, OK, let's, let's have a, a say about that. So, well done, Luton. Um, I... I, I think you are going to find it difficult in that division. It isn't a nice division to be in. One does wonder how Man City are going to cope on that pitch or what they call a pitch, you know, once they've got the, the goats out there feeding on it, trying to get it nice <laughs> and short. Yeah, you can't take anything away from them. They, you know, they, they, they've earned it. Whether they deserve it or not, as a Watford fan, you're going to have to say, fuck them. But yeah, they're there and we're not. And they did it because they did things the right way and we didn't, basically. Peter? Oh, where to start? Rob Edwards didn't say very much about Watford. It's like going on holiday to Australia. You come back and people will say, how was your holiday to Australia? You don't wax lyrical about fucking three and a half hour stopover in Hong Kong, do you? I mean, let's face it. He wasn't here long enough to really to get the photos or to do the guided tour. No, we treat we treated the guy like shit. That being said, uh, we could only judge, you know, us as supporters, Rob Edwards, on what we saw on match days, which was less than inspiring. But obviously, we know we do know the Burnley and the uh, and the Sheffield United uh, wins in the in the first. Uh, in the first two games, or sorry, two of the first three games, uh, I should say, there, there wasn't an awful lot else. Everybody knows that we haven't supported him in terms of the pattern and the play he wanted. The players looked lifeless coming back from pre-season, which a lot of people, including myself, have potentially said that's a that's a question mark over over Rob Edwards. So we'll see how well Luton are in terms of their fitness, because of course they've gone through a Nathan Jones pre-season. Will they get the same thing through Rob? Actually. I would suggest that they probably will do. They probably will come through because they want to play for the guy and the whole club is running in the right direction. Um, as was alluded to shortly after the, uh, uh, the the confirmation that Luton had gone up, the suggestion from, not from the club, the club have decided not to make a comment on people's employment record, which is kind of interesting, bearing in mind they do it all the fucking time about players who are still employed, but they don't do it for some butterfly trouncing like Giretta. <laughs> Right. Ah, what the fuck he has done in the last three years to justify still being at the club, let alone a renewal of three years, if it is correct. I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea whatsoever. It angers me. Anyway, let's get back to Luton. Why? Why that's not great either. Yes. I don't I don't I don't blame Rob. I, I can understand that. That they've gone up. If you give it, and we've given it for 27 years since we finished below them. We've given it for 27 years. As we've always said before, if you give it, you gotta take it. That's, That's it. it. Simple, simple as it's their time to crow. We will see what happens when they go up, whether or not they get battered. The one thing they'll do, which we haven't done for two years is run after the fucking ball. Their game plan was immense. They were superb in pressing the ball for as long as they did. Yes, they died off a little bit in the second half and Coventry came back into it. But the, the energy, the work rate, the intensity that they played with was was admirable. Take take away the orange shirt. And I, I get a lot of people saying, people saying, well done. They're not Watford fans. Bollocks, you're fucking idiots, right? <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to look at the fact that they played and they have been put together on a absolute meagre budget. We have had overgrown players who think that they're fucking dogs, <laughs> the, 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 the dogs bollocks. They're not. They don't have the words dogs as a prefix. They have simply been bollocks all season. <laughs> so 
no, fair play to them. Well done. Well done. Well done, Rob. But however, you have taken Luton up. You are the uh, the manager. So therefore, I'm sorry, you still go in the category. So there you go. <laughs> yes. Well, there you are. There, there, there's that. I, I still I still maintain before we move on from this, he took a good side on. Rob Edwards, he yeah. tweaked a couple of little things, not yeah. a lot. I'll be really interested to see what he does in the summer transfer window because they're not going to spend mad. It, it, it's not what they're going to do. So I'll be but, really interested to see how he sets them up next season. But that also makes me more angry about Watford, right? Because mm. Rob Edwards was a sensible appointment. They got it yeah. right. You can't. Okay, there's the there's the dick one who put the kind of you know the initials spelling out Watford are shite. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'll be I'll be working on something to spell out something. You know, oh, who cares? It, you know, life's too short. Fair enough. You enjoyed it. Good. Yeah, fair play. Fair play. Got that yeah. completely. However, they have made good managerial appointments. Other than I think they recruited Graham Jones, and they they all turn around and say the less said about that, the better. And he was there for five minutes, and then he was off again. They have made sensible management decisions. We play three five two. Let's go and get a, a, a you know a manager who wants to play three five two. Who is available? Guess who was available? Rob Edwards. We bought Rob Edwards in. Said all of the stuff that that. Is I'm sure going to be mentioned during Palacci Gino around him being a cultural architect, around the fact that we will support him. Supporting him involves actually trying to give him the players who can play in the team shape that he has. Um, it looked like you know the board and Scott seemingly fell out relatively quickly on the basis that we didn't go and buy the thing that everybody was talking about all summer. And of course, ironically, who was on the opposite side, but still in the playoff final was Norton Cuffey, who was the Arsenal right wing back who went to Rotherham rather than just come across the hedge. And then when Rotherham brought him back, did we go for him? No, 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 no. A- we'd, we'd already gone and bought uh, Ferreira. From, uh, from Benfica, because he was both available and injury-prone, which is always an excellent Watford combination. No, no, no. Norton Cuffey has to fuck off and be excellent at Coventry. You know, what can you do? Last thing to say on that game, though, you've got to feel sorry for Darbo. I mean, 11 of the best penalties and he's been let, he's been I've let ever go. seen. I've he today. misses one. Cheerio. He's been let go. We should sign him. We should go and get him. We will do. He'll be, he'll, he'll be, he'll be in charge of penalties from now on. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. They've let him go, the poor bastard. Also, also let go, of course, Mr. Troy Dean. Now, funny enough, look as, at this as a segue. I was like, what a lovely segue. segue. Well, you were talking about like that. You were talking about oh, penalties, oh. you see, and penalty taken. And I thought, do we talk about Troy now? These, there was a thing that was put out last week by the Watford Observer. Three. Let, let's get this right. Was it three legends might be coming back in some sort ah. of capacity, and that was kind of the the bone that was thrown. Nothing's really come from that since. Although the rumor mill is that Troy is going to come back as some sort of assistant coach. My thoughts on that are is it's more of a cheerleading kind of role, and I don't really see how that's going to work. I think I would prefer Troy to go and get some coaching experience elsewhere first before he comes back to Watford. It does seem a little bit kind of well nothing else will sort this out get Troy back that might work sounds a bit like a sticking plaster to me I think we'd be better off trying to recruit properly and get some decent players in and work with the manager and do everything we're supposed to be doing culturally to kind of get Watford back on its feet bringing Troy in as some sort of cheerleader seems a bit trite in a way it doesn't it doesn't really seem like a plan you know that's only my thoughts on it what, what do you think about Troy coming back as an assistant coach I think if you're bringing Troy back, you're bringing him for those leadership skills, you know, for that, for that voice in the in the dressing room and that leader, that leadership that we've missed. We've said that since he, he left the club, that we we haven't got a leader. And that, for me, is the only reason you bring him back. I, I agree with, with something you said there, that I think he needs to go elsewhere to 
to build somewhere and, and, and get a few games under his under his belt. I did, and I'll drop this in, I did text Mr. Nigel Gibbs, as you well know. So did I. <laughs> yes, and he said, Hi, Carl, just seen the article, and it's news to me, not being contacted. But once a Hornet, always a Hornet. That was there copy and pasted what he sent me. I think he may have had that or a was few it? times. <laughs> I think he may have had that a few times. I wish people would stop telling me this. I'm just going to copy this and put it in, change the name at the top. Yeah, leave me alone. Leave me but alone. Yeah, listen, I'd, 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 someone like that, Nigel Gibbs, with you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love somebody that knows the club in its in its traditions and its in its beliefs and how it treats people and fans and so forth. That's what I'd love to see coming. Absolutely, and and I, the other thing with Troy as well is I think he had a very good rapport with the people in the dressing room that were there because he was playing with them and because perhaps he was kind of taking some of the younger ones under his wing or whatever it was he was doing as a player. But just to bring him in cold now with players that have never played with him, you know, a lot of those players won't have played with Troy. A few of them will, but not all of them. I don't really see how bringing him back is going to transfer to being the fit that we need to get things going. It just doesn't sit with me as being the thing to do. I just think we need to do other things. It just seems like a plaster. Well, we, we, we need to do something that's stable. That's what that's got to be the first thing. Well, yeah. We can't just keep throwing people at situations. It doesn't work. Yeah. Come on, Peter. What do you think? Have you ever seen Speed Three? It's it's a very fine episode of Father Ted, where where Father Dougal Maguire is caught and he's basically caught on a on a on a milk float. And if it goes over four miles an hour, it will ex- or it go if it goes over and then comes under, it it will explode. Thus, speed makes sense. Yeah. And of course, you've got these you've got these three cartoon uh, other other priests who are sitting there trying to work out what to do. Well, is there anything to be said for saying another mass? I mean, it's a great line anyway. And they're sitting there. And they've got this chalkboard. And one of them kind of like writes up on it and he goes, is that what you're saying? Yes, let's put the brick on the accelerator. Basically, that's how I feel like the boardroom meetings must be. (laughs) What should we do? What should we do? Well, why don't we go and get Troy? Didn't we have Troy here before? Yeah, we did have Troy here. Were things better when they were there? No, no. What about Tom? What about Tom Cleverley? Well, he's on the payroll. Let's put Tom around the place. He'd be really good as a coach. All the people saying Tom Cleverley would be good as a coach. Everybody on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes on, on the spaces has said, get him involved with the youth. Don't get him involved with the first team because you know where Tom's been? He's been at the fucking first team for the last two fucking years. So if we do bring in Troy, it's got to come in not as not as a cheerleader, as a fucking sergeant major who comes in and puts in standards puts in standards this is what you have to do at this club this is where you have to run through walls this is where you have to commit into challenges you know if you're looking for a cultural ambassador people liked or didn't like troy as a player towards the end you go towards you know once he'd gone to birmingham look at the look at the level of discretionary effort the preparedness to run through walls it disappeared like a fucking it just, just fell off the cliff absolutely it did i'd have no problems with him coming back providing that is his mo his modus operandi whilst he's whilst he's getting experience you fucking get into them those players have had no there's been no repercussions there's been no jeopardy to them and a lot of those guys are going to be gone five yeah. lone players Cheerio, sayonara. We're going to have, you know, we've already had Pedro gone. Great player, but we all know he was doing he was doing the right things in the wrong fucking places. Would have been nice if one of the managers had told him, at one of the 15 managers that we've had, bring him in there and it's no. You go and do that where it fucking counts. 
You don't pull out of challenges. You fucking run all day. It's very, very simple when you come down to the psychological impact that a coach, I'm not saying a manager, I'm not saying a head coach, but a coach, a one-on-one individual can have on a player. We haven't seen any players react in any way, shape or form. And if he bought that, I'd have him. No problem at all. No trouble at all. But I wouldn't have Tom Cleverly in as much as I like him as a player, because seemingly if 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 he's been in around the, the first team, nobody's doing anything out of respect for Tom. He's got to be harder hitting than that. So those are my thoughts. Deeney, yep. yes, if he's going to do that bit, but we can't we can't depend on him for his coaching. That's something that we dearly, dearly, dearly need. And it's something that Luton have got in spades. They've got fucking, they've got guts, they've got commitment, they'll go at it, and you've got camaraderie. A final thing, sorry to say about Luton. They've also got shingles. They probably do. But no, fair play. Top, top, Tom Lockyer, their captain and their centre-back, the main oh, centre-back yeah, there, yeah. went down after, what, eight, ten minutes? Yeah. First of all, fuck it. Fuck rivalry, fuck that. Glad that he's fine. Glad that he's well. That was the most important thing that day. Look at how the team responded. Look at how Luton responded to adversity. Now, we know exactly what our shower of shit have have responded like. They've been dreadful. They've been, we've used the word glass door over and over and over again. So if Troy wanted to come back and give it some of that, or whoever it was, somebody's got to come in and instill discipline, instill commitment, and and ensure that whoever is still in the stadium watching them feels like they're being representative in terms of effort, work rate, courage and commitment. I don't really know how you measure that, though as a fan if if there is a sudden uptick in sort of performance and that sort of stuff do you go well that's obviously Valerian Ishmael or do we say oh that's Ben Manga or do we say oh that's Troy Deeney being here I don't, very... I don't think it matters I think as long as there is an uplift I don't really give a shit who's responsible currently it's it's so low at the moment if if there's any upturn in performance I, I, I want it to be a joint thing I want it to be a club I don't care about individuals we, we've, we've had those for the last three or four years I, I, we need a team and that's but that's behind the scenes as well as on the pitch. It, it's a shower of shit the last few years, um, and something's got to change. So whoever's responsible, it, it has to be a joint a, a joint thing. It's a recipe, right? If you take milk and flour and eggs, maybe a bit of salt, you can end up with Yorkshire pudding if you if you do it right, or even maybe uh, pancakes, depending on what you like, right? Yeah. If you take eggs out, you've got flowery water, flowery milk. That's it. Yeah. What the point is, we have something missing in the recipe and we have to put it in. And exactly as Carl said, doesn't matter if it's manga, doesn't matter if it's valerian, doesn't matter if it's Troy, because actually what it is, it's the amalgam of everybody creating the, creating the environment. And what's got to happen is that both Scott and Gino, Mr. Butterfly, have got to support <laughs> that environment. They, that's what they've got to be there. Well, the latest we sort of heard was that Manga now seems to be being kind of, you know, principally scouting because in his revelatory interview with Andrew French, he said, we're going to be moving from an agent based scouting approach to an a scouting approach, which sounds nice, makes absolute sense and means that hopefully Mogi Bayak can fuck right off. That would be nice. Also, you can tell I'm not in a good mood today. Um <laughs> It's, it's, quite that, obvious, it's, that elephant, it? it's that elephant thing that we started the podcast with. I think it's affected you. Yeah, you're, but he's right. I shouldn't be wearing grey. What can I do? No. <laughs> they, they've got, they fundamentally got to support the direction that the, the playing style wants to go. We have to decide, like Luton, 
Are you going to play 3-5-2? If you are, recruit the next manager as a 3-5-2. Decide on your shape. Decide on your formation. Ajax have always played, or for as long as since, I've got to go back to the dawn of time here, since Renus Meikles in the early 70s, that they play 3-4-3, and they, you know exactly the Ajax style. Yeah, but the point is, they've played that way since 1971. Anybody who comes in, any manager who comes in, they come in and they slot in, and all they do exactly like the Pozzo model, exactly like the European model, is they have to try to ensure success of the first team playing in this manner with the players that are coming in and being provided. The whole of the rest of the club works to provide that. Everybody is moving in the same direction, exactly like Luton, completely unlike Watford seemingly at this moment in time. That that notwithstanding, I think the academy this season have had the best season that they've had in years. So fair play, Jono, fair play, Jimmy Gilligan. That's what you've got to do. You've got to decide how you're going to go and then you have to back it. What we've had has been, oh, let's have a 3-5-2 manager who we know that's what he wants to do. We don't support him. So we go to a 4-2-3-1 because of whatever reason Gino said it was. We haven't seen enough in the next 10, last 10 games. So we're going to go for somebody who we know can achieve promotion for 25 games until we panic again and press the exit button for another 11 games for Chris Wilder, who comes in and after 10 minutes goes, fuck me, I didn't know it was this bad. If you don't support the the, the managers, we know nothing is going to happen. And uh, well, if you would like Peter's pancake recipe, it's available on CFAX page 352. <laughs> I make fabulous Yorkshire puddings and I do a pretty mean pancake as well. Fantastic. I love that. Can I inject a little bit of um, a little bit of good news into this podcast? I I think you should. I think you should. It's been a bit ranty so far. It's been a bit ranty, but because the the Premier League season has finished, as you know, and we were running the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Championship. Oh fuck off. Good news, good news, good news. You said it was good news. It's now come to an end. (laughs) It is good news. It's good news for free people. Yeah. Um, Hang on. Well, hang on. Hold on, hold on, Justin. Maybe we just pause because I think all the audience and I would like to applaud Carl there. Nicely done. Nicely well, done. Join in I would like well to done. applaud Carl, but if he's going to run this and if he's serious about doing this and if he's going to start doing this, I remember him saying there was a prize for the winner. So there is. I have oh, a prize. fucking hell. I thought you were going to go, I forgot about that. We'll leave it. Bollocks. No, okay. No, no, all no, right. No, okay. no. It's all, right. it's, it's all prepared. I've, I have got to contact the winner, but I thought we'd record this first and then and then, and then then do it. So before we get to the top three, we'll announce the top three because uh, firstly, I need to thank everyone because there were 64 participants in this league, which was excellent. I'm going to try and get more in, in there next season. We were going to do it again. Um, Justin, you you took part in, well, this, in this league. What happened was... <laughs> I say took part. What happened was I asked the the to create me a team in August and I perhaps didn't look at it as often as I should or again yeah. perhaps yeah I've, I mean I've just got I've just gone into your your team just to have a quick look and there's there's four players that were actually transferred out really of other clubs yeah so <laughs> you weren't going to stand much of a chance so unfortunately you have oh. finished there's no well there's no last at the do not scratch your eyes podcast <laughs> yes. but you you have finished bottom okay. um in 64th place okay. so but but we'll we'll you know, next season is is a new season. I, however, have finished in fifty first out of sixty four, which I'll take. I'll take. <laughs> it's, I'm quite happy with that. But enough of that nonsense. We need to get to read out the top three. So in third place, and he was smashing this for a lot, uh, quite some time. Is Mister Neil Silverstein, please, oh, ladies and gentlemen? A round of applause, yeah. Mister Neil Silverstein. Well done. Um, fantastic point, 2,496 points. In second place, 2,519 points is Mr. Lee Harris. So well done, well Lee. Done, Lee. Congratulations. Well done, yeah. 
and with and he's been pipped because with 2563 points in first place is Gary Wolf. No. So you have taken now. You have taken the title. Second Did, victory of the season. Didn't Gary yes. Wolf win a Pedro boot? He did. He, he did. did indeed. He did indeed. This prize isn't going to be quite as good as that. Ah. But <laughs> Dare I ask what the prize is, or have you not thought about this yet? Well, I've I've kind of thought about it. I'm thinking about. I'm, now I'll, I'll say it. I'm thinking about that behind me. <gasps> no, 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 no! Not the We Ain't Looting shirt. Oh yeah. no, 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 no! It very I much think, upsets think, me at the moment. <laughs> I, I, I think what we should have made is the the Roy Hodgson Memorial Fantasy League trophy, principally because we know he's not technically dead yet. But hey, you know. Yes. Actually, that um, might be a bad shot. So I might get a trophy made. Can yes. you get it made in and a then, giant then... scone? That would be the thing. Yeah. That yeah. should be it. Yeah. The giant that you, you get to win the Roy. Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, Gary, I will be in contact shortly. Congratulations. And uh, we'll, we'll organise your, your trophy stroke prize to be sent out. And um, I probably won't take part next year mainly because i don't understand it it's a bit like i don't know it's some of these sort of complicated <laughs> card games that people play and don't worry you'll pick it up and i'm going what why haven't you put a four down oh well then you have to do a, a go johnny go go or whatever it was that the it's league like gentlemen... one of peter's games that he makes up that, well, well we did on. yeah i mean it's, the, it's the monopoly thing air, surprisingly let's, let's have <laughs> I'm really Let's sad. Right I'm very sad that the Monopoly did not make a video on YouTube because I think that should have probably made it. It's, it's just that obviously Peter's a bit busy with our stuff at the moment, but that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought it was fantastic. So yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that was the um, the. Uh, I can't. What was it, Carl? What's the name? The, of that? It was the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Championship. Championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck to the champion. I'm relegated, so I probably won't be taking part next season. Um, unless someone wants to actually get in touch with me and tell me what the fuck I'm supposed to do with it, then I might. I might have another go at it. But yeah, hold on. Well, hold on. Then are, are you applying officially? Are you saying officially somebody could apply for the position of assistant manager to uh, to Mogi's Bogies? Yes, they could. And if you could tell me what triple captain means or bench boost, then I might actually kind of get my head around it. But I don't understand it. It's, it's just yeah, and the fact that you can make kind of like unlimited transfers almost but lose but what's the point of that exactly i think you should have transfer there you go windows. there you go if if you are keen to get into the vagaries of uh of fantasy league and uh and coach justin very similar to uh troy deeney i imagine it's basically going to mean standing in front of justin shouting run a lot yeah um that, that's that's what you need to do yeah that. Definitely get in touch and say, apply. I'd like to. I'd like to be Justin's fantasy assistant. That sounds wrong, doesn't that it? Sounds so all, it sounds all kinds. Of, it sounds all kinds That's of wrong. And um, now known as a fluffer, isn't it? Yes. Fluffer. Oh no, we're not there again. And anybody's going to shout. Run in front of me is going to be sorely disappointed, frankly. So yeah, all right. Well, there we go. That was that. Well done, Gary Wolf, on uh, on winning that. Stop winning stuff from Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, please. People will think we're um, fixing it somehow when we're not. I I'm Paul Robinson or Robbo in your eyes, and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I think we should probably have a quick look at the uh, the alphabet thing, since we haven't talked about that for a couple of weeks. I've got to go all the way back to the middle of May to find the letter in question. Um, I think we're starting with Q. Simon Parkins has put quitting definition. Just watch Cabaselli giving up at Blackpool. Not bad. Oh, not bad. Oh, great. I, I've got to be honest with you. I didn't think there was much in that. And then he went Cabaselli at Blackpool, which is so nicely specific as he just went, 
nah, fuck it. You go that way with the ball. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, very yeah. good. Very strong. Like it. Like I, it a lot. I think that moment would have been worse if I'd gone to Blackpool. Hello, Carl. Paul Fiander Turner's put quiet rookery end. This is good. This is good. This is from Dougie Brimson. He's put quotes. So he's, he's doing some quotes. Quotes. Number one, we did make mistakes and we will make sure that we don't make those mistakes again. Number two, we'll learn from this game. Number three, we go again. Number four, we will be supporting Rob Edwards come hell or high water, etc., etc. Uh, that's that's very good. Uh, John Parslow. Strong, was, very strong. Very, very strong, strong. Very strong, indeed. Uh, John Parslow has put a picture of uh, of the Palachi Gino picture and put question time, uh, which is which is very good. Chris Forfer, he, he, he enjoys this game. Chris Forfer, yeah, he? Chris, Chris, is, Chris has got two wins. I think. I'm he has. Sure Chris has got two wins. He has. He's put. Oh, I think I might have to kind of sing this a little bit. So, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, go on. I'm up. I'm up for this. Go on. He's put. Kesara, Sara, quitting is quite a thing. Questionable tactics we bring. Kesara, Sara. <laughs> It's got me. That's not bad, is it? That's pretty good. Even if you like excuse my dreadful singing. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure the singing helped. That's no, I don't, cool, I don't think honest. it helped. So there you go. There's your cues. There's your cues. Uh, any any standout ones there for you? I'm 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 going Dougie. Dougie. Put, but it, this is about what defines the season. And those quotes were from the season. And yes, very good. I, I'm going to have the song Kesarasara. Well, I'm not going to sing it again. Oh. I'm giving you the, I'll give you the decider, I'm afraid. Mm. Just to cheer you up. Yeah, we'll go with Dougie because it was to do with the season. And that means I've got to sing again, so that's good news. Uh, we move on to R. Ian Bacon's put rotten to the core. There's a few rudderless, uh, as you might expect. Yeah, um, very good. Paul Fiander Turner's put really good against scummy tin pot clubs. Hello, Luton Town, if you're listening. So this is R. The letter's R, okay. Brian Edwards has put R souls. Very good, Brian. <laughs> uh, uh, we've got Hampshire like Hornet saying repugnant. Dave Lavender's put ramming up the tannoy system at the end of the game so you can't hear the Ooh. booing coming from the stands. Strong, very strong, Dave. Well done. I like that very much. I like that one. Yeah, like that one. I think I think that might be the one. Dillery Dock uh, or Dillery Dockett has put Rotherham didn't beat us. Ryan Porches best signing of the season. Uh, oh, and it's time to go. Has put repulsive treatment of supporters by the club for those daring to question the current ownership. There's your R's. What are we going to go for? Nice. Like that a lot. I like the I'm, Tannoy one. Tannoy. Tannoy. Dave, Dave Lavender wins Dave it Lavender. for me. All right. Well done, Dave. That, I think that was the strongest one, to be fair. Under S, Dougie Brimson again. Uh, he says, signs that say, can I have your shirt? These people should be banned. I'm not going to argue with that. Cole Campion's put songs, Potso favourites, The Sound of Silence, and Our Lips Are Sealed. We might we Ooh, might nice. come on to that later. I'm, I'm not sure. Paul Fiander Turner, under S. Shit. Utter steaming Shit. Yeah, you tell him, Paul. Uh, Willie Eckers like sod the bloody lot of them. Uh, there's a lot that say shit. Uh, to be fair, and shitness, which is one of our one of our words, isn't it? Um, Sh- shitness is very good. It's an excellent word and should be used more often. Should be used more shitness. often. Dave Lavender again. Saw from his own off. Sensational saw from twelve yards out. Shit. Oh no, sorry. That's, that's the way you read that. Sorry, it should be saw from his own <laughs> half. Sensational. <laughs> Saw from, from 12, 12 yards out. Shit. shit, there you go. This is punctuation's terrible. God bless you, Dave. Uh, Ellie's put suicidal after that game with those up the road. Safety in numbers. It's time to go put stinning a living. Scott Duxbury. There's your S's. There's your S's. <laughs> yes, that leaves me with an editorial decision. Um, so, um, <laughs> what's... 
What are we going to have for S? Who is the who's the one that stood out there? I'm going to say what was the Duxbury one? The, la- was that the, the last bottom one? one was yeah, it was stealing a living Scott Duxbury, which leaves me with an editorial yeah. decision. I know it does, but I do like it. <laughs> it would. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all right, Peter. I'm going to go with with Carl Campion's earlier on. Oh, Carl I thought you said me then. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, 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 that ain't going to happen. Uh, so that will be the uh, the Pozzo favourite songs under S. The sound of silence and our lips are sealed. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with that one. Let's go with that one. That saves an editorial decision. <laughs> we'll stay. We'll stay with T, and then we'll do the others another day because I can't imagine there's very much. I think Z had a lot of Z in it for sleeping. Yes. Under T, Dave Lavender again. He's really enjoying the game. Total tits up of a season, he says. What else we got here? That's pleasing. That's pleasing. Iteration is always excellent. Yes. Uh, Willie Eckers like total wank fest. That's good. Gary at Vinyl Music One team of total tossers. Can I just say we have pioneered some fine use of the English language. Previously, I would suggest that, in the, especially in the areas of swearing, English has been really not not, not been not been challenged. But since DNSYE came along, we're fucking leading the charge. Well done, gentlemen. That's it, that's it, mate. Um, Paul Fiander Turner under T. They've got to play with a lot more fucking passion. Elton John spoke, the players went, meh. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mikey Abrahams, team of tossers and twat at the top. There we are. I'll I'll put my pin in that one, please. That's your one, is it? Okay. Uh, Jane Keeney's put tits in a trance. Um, (laughs) You've got a dilemma now, haven't you? That's that's getting a special mention, as it said. That's brilliant. Yeah. You're going to take your pin out now, are you, Carl? Yeah, I do like that one. Um, what else have we got here? Um, Adam S has put sum up the season turd. There we go. Is there anything in T that stood out for you? I know there was a couple. That was, there was a couple of pin moments there for you. Anything? What was the one after? Because I, I have to say I love Gary. Gary basically used the word tosser when he first ever came on. Yeah. He came on and said, oh, "I'm very sorry, Peter. I'm going to be using the word, <laughs> but I think." And I thought, "Oh, what's coming in about the tossers?" And I thought, "Ah." Oh. Oh, that's an encouraging start. We can get you up there. And of course, since then, he has claimed the word bastards. It's basically trademark. It's owned by Gary Vinyl, you know. But what was the one immediately after Gary's tossers? Well, I think it might have been Mikey Abraham's team of tossers and a twat at the top. No. Was it not? No, there was was another one after Gary. That's a good one. Because I thought, I thought, oh, Gary's got it. And then the next one that you read out was the one I thought. Oh, I know exactly which one it was. It was the Elton John one. Oh, the Elton John one. Okay. They've got to play with some more passion yep. did they meh no. absolutely there, there's my winner sorry gary special mentions before we before we do the casting vote here i did miss one from brian edwards for a tea Ooh. towel not having a fire safety certificate and blocking the view of no one no it's tricky it's tricky isn't it it's tricky i mean personally i think i like which was the one that you took your pin out for like, tits in a trance i think i like tits in a trance yeah tits in a trance was good i think should we oh. say that's the winner then if two of us are going for that one two two, two of you have gone for it i think i'd be tempted to move across from even from sir elton john <laughs> for that that was very good but it would have been irrelevant even if i did <laughs> okay there we go flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Tits in a trance, well done. Good work, everybody, good work. Yeah. I well think done. it goes to show, it goes to show that Watford don't have to be playing in order for all of us Watford fans to just basically fuck about instead of working for a living. Excellent stuff. Exactly, exactly that, exactly that. <laughs> this is Shorty and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Enjoy the game. Parlacci Gino, just basically a repeat of what we said on the um, on the spaces a couple of days after or a day after Luton went up. Well done, etc. Yeah, okay. But we wanted to talk about Parlacci because we've got the date. The date is on Thursday the 15th. It will be at the training ground. You will see, but we'll add it onto, again, all the socials here. Look for the QR code or the link. Try and get the rest of your questions in. If you want to apply, you've got to be in the country to apply. It is not going to be going out streamed. It is not going to be going out live. So please, 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 if you do want to be there, try and make sure you apply. And and there's again, that's on Slido, just like the questions were. So do have a look and see if we can't make sure that it's that it's you know a, a good and thorough uh, uh, event. I have spent the last oh crikey three days going through the it's about twelve hundred uh, odd questions that have been submitted and putting them together to basically construct, uh, we, we mentioned before, it's going to be kind of question time-esque, if you will. So we will have, uh, the idea is to basically make sure that all of you guys who've asked the questions, that we make sure that the priority questions that you've asked, that those questions are utilised. So, you know, if it's, if it's a question about Rob Edwards's uh, tenure and why he was let go, because that was the number one, for example, you know, it's no surprise, I'm going to tell you now, so, you know, Gino, Scott, we're going to ask a question about that. Go figure. Um, because lots of other people want to know. And I said, well, why is he gone? It's a reasonable question. It's not going to be a, a big surprise that they're going to want to know that. So that's going to be one of the questions there. We need to make sure that we, we get all of those in and all that you can get in. It's great. If you want to attend, just get in the request and we'll try to make it as good as we possibly can. And thank you for your support. There you go. Yes. Um, I'm Obviously, I'll try and get the link to Slido and the code out in the next couple of days. When does that close? Is it the 6th, Peter? Yes, it will be closed. Yes, absolutely. Good point. It will be closing on the 6th because we need to basically then go in and do the draw um, uh, for it. We then need to basically cross-reference those people with their fan IDs because we need to ensure that the people who are coming in are indeed Watford fans. We need to have some kind of security element to it and also just to ensure it's not infiltrated by anybody um and then obviously let everybody justin. know where they've got to be yeah there will be probably justin will infiltrate it he's the kind of infiltrating character he's, he's done it before he's got one. previous yeah. he's got previous he has, he has. I know. yes he has. I, I don't know who his co-conspirator was in that but you know well enough said about that the better um, um it was the blank look on the receptionist face going i've not got your name down here no 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 it's fine you sure yeah 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 it's only when i'm like four pork pies and a beer deep and he's gone oh you're not actually on the list here 
Thanks. Uh, anyway, that's... that's, 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 that's <laughs> is, is, that, is that your pork pie to beer ratio, by the way? Uh, I mean, yeah. because... Well, pork pies yeah. and one beer. I was the other way. I was one pork pie, four beers. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm somewhere in between. I'm, I'm somewhere in between. I'm, I'm kind of one, beers, a, one beer to one pork pie. To be fair, there's a steady ratio. To be fair... We have to be professional about these things. I don't think they were whole pies. I think it was segments of pie, I believe. Right, so... Okay. so what Watford Football Club, if you are listening, Justin is saying your pork pies are unacceptable. Um, if we are going to be coming along, can we have better pork pies, please? Pork because slices this is, is what this, he's just described. This is, described pork slices, pork not pies. Slices. That's true. Is it, is it, so hold on. Pork was cakes. It, were they pork cakes? Was it lovely? Was it like gala pie? I'm was this the thing with the egg in the middle? No. It doesn't matter. I wouldn't have eaten that because I don't like eggs. I'm now thinking they were sort of beef brisket type things, to be fair. I think I might have just just used pork oh. pies as an example, and now wish I hadn't. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. You have until the 6th of June to uh, register yourself if you wish to come along to the, or if you wish to register your interest to come along, should I say, to uh, to, to Palachi Gino, get, get yourself into the draw. So make sure you do that sooner rather than later. And uh, yeah, we'll be back soon with some more stuff. Uh, we've got to finish off this alphabet thing if it kills us. Um, <laughs> more of a treasure. Yeah. We are trying. We are trying. Yeah, U to Z to go. I think there's probably one more podcast in there. I don't intend to stretch that out over two, I have to say. <laughs> and hopefully at some point we can start talking <laughs> Can we can we make some predictions for this? I reckon unbelievably shit will be the first one with you. Think, Carl, what yeah. do you think, you? Umbrella <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I know what that is. I've, but... got, no, I've got no idea what an umbrella is. <laughs> uh, uh, no. um, I'll tell you what, if mid-journey will print it, I'm going to have a look at it. I bet they don't. <laughs> But they don't. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to talk about some retained and retained and what's the other word? Rejected? No, that's not it, is it? No. Retained yeah. and released? Released. Rejected's better. <laughs> Retarded. Oh no, that's the wrong one. Hopefully yeah. we'll be able to talk about that at some point too. I'm not as keen as Uncle Ron to see that, but I would like to see it to be fair. And hopefully we'll start seeing some transfers at some point because it hasn't been lost on me that some teams have had some links to, to players already. So we should be doing the same, really. I know I'm supposed to be wrapping up now and I'm carrying on but I assume our loans are going to go back and we're not going to see them again um, so that's that's the nature of loans most certainly well not um, always sometimes I... Ben Foster I think had two seasons in a row and you know occasionally you, you end up with a loan player for more but I, I, you know I'm not going to cry if we don't see Hamza Chowdhury again or Keenan Davis I'm very much just, just box smartly Watford box smartly in the transfer market for the next season what what makes you think they are do you think this is, a, is well a... nothing nothing at all I, I completely <laughs> agree but yeah i do have to say something by the way sorry oh when we did the uh, yeah i know it's a surprise eh? um when we did the 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 spaces and i was chatting i was chatting along to ron and uh and and i mentioned that maybe ron style would be a good way to uh to 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 box clever at palachi gino and i apologize to all the people who turned around and gone really 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 yeah fair enough whatever as i say everybody's view my point is somebody who can be be polite and firm and mildly irritating if you wish to be. Well done, sir. Um, However, during that conversation where we were talking about the women's game, I actually erroneously gave a stat. Now, you know how important attention to detail is at Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. 
this was Luther Bliss's Luther Bliss's thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Who sent me a note and he went, "Nah, you're not right. You're not right, Luther. Still the goat. Still the goat." With 183, he was absolutely spot on. I was wrong. I even sent a note across to uh, to to Ron and said, "I apologise. I got the stats wrong." I said she was on 199 goals because we got the stats on the uh, kind of on the mural made by Merwalls. Um, actually, she had 161 goals scored in 199 appearances. So, Frenchie's quite right. Still the GOAT. Not that I was suggesting he wasn't, because I did say both of them are still outstanding in their own individual fields, undoubtedly. Yeah. Final comment, though, uh, to talk about, uh, and in honour, obviously, of Ron, to talk about the women's game. Uh, they have actually today released <laughs> released their retained list. Um, oh, well you know, having having finished several days, obviously after uh, after after the, the the guys have, so uh, you know that's there. But the 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 good burgers at the club deemed to release the, the 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 retained list. There are a few people on there who deserve very very honourable mentions. So um, in no particular order, Georgie Ferguson, who was in goal for the first half of the season, was displaced by Jackie Goldsmith. So I imagine she's probably going to be leaving to go and get first team football. I shouldn't wonder. Emily. Wallace and Nicola Gibson have both been uh, I mean they they what 21 and 29 games between them this season you know but you know, so they they put in a real shift this season mm. but they have uh, in the main either been coming off the bench or you know it's been hard to really establish a, a full first team place uh Faye Bruff, who signed in February uh, and and got uh, some really really telling goals which without the the league would not have been won uh, there was a, a last-minute uh, a winner, I should say, against MK Dons at home, where she just turned, spun and hit it. Very good little player. I'm sure she's got a very bright future, but she'll be moving on. The two biggest hitters are obviously Helen Ward, we know. Uh, Adekite Fatuga Dada has been at the club longer than literally any player. I mean, she was she was with the club from a very young age. She did go off to Arsenal for a bit and then came back. I think it's basically between her and Craig Cathcart as who was the longest running. She's a, a, a tricky winger. She could also play up front. She's had a, you know, she's played an enormous part in not just this season, but in the previous promotions as well. Uh, she, she found it hard to get past some of the players that you'll have seen like Flo Fife and Bianca Baptiste and uh, and Gemma Davison, especially, you know, they've, they've done so well for this season. But the legacy that both Addy and Helen are leaving is absolutely outstanding. You know, we've we've got a, a women's team that we can really be proud of, and uh, and congratulations to them to them both for, for their season and their careers thus far. Helen is going to be retiring, but I'm sure we will be seeing Addy anywhere soon. We will be speaking to her on the podcast. Oh, this, there was talk about perhaps. We we floated the idea between the three of us of there being a bit of a bake off. Mm. I th- I think this is a fine idea. I think this I think is a fine a great idea. idea. So we... Bearing in mind, bearing in mind, you can picture this now. We all turn up. We've all got our brownies, and Helen Ward looks at it and go, "Pete, what the fuck is that?" And I go, "It's Yorkshire pudding." So what's your problem? <laughs> yes. I mean, it's fairly obvious. It's obvious the way to go. <laughs> it is definitely the way to go. Have you have you floated this idea past Helen yet? Or I, I'm just trying to structure it because. <laughs> The way are you suggesting that our stupid ideas aren't structured in in a no, way that's just, suitable for the outside world? I, I've got I've got I've, I had a, a, an epiphany come to me, and Ooh. there's a lo- there's a local shop in Croxley Green that specialises in cakes. Ah, oh, the kitchen. Other, yeah. yeah, and I'm get Linda I'm involved trying, in it somehow. Maybe I'm we could use her to, kitchen. That's not that's, a bad see, idea. You see, see where well, I am? Well, you see, we bit kind of, video, of we kind of, of we kind of know Linda, or I kind of know Linda, so we might be yeah. able to have a word with Linda. I think that's a that's fair. We say to Linda, look, when you're shut, hit your yeah. ovens on, and we'll do a bit of a bake off. <laughs> 
and uh, we'll, we'll go down and see if see if Ellen's up for a bit of a bake off with the brownies. A blind tasting by Linda, yes. who is an expert. By obviously. Linda to be the judge. Oh, it's it. See, I you see it's there, isn't it? There's something there, isn't there? There is something there. Now the question is, do I leave this in? <laughs> or do I take this out? News might reach Linda and Helen before we've informed them of our idea. No, I doubt that's it. How we op- that's how we operate. <laughs> I, I doubt that's it. That's how we operate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how we operate. Okay. That's fine. All right, nobody's saying I anything. Mean, no, I mean, in fairness, we also know how Carl operates. It's basically going to be a, t- a, a text just going, Linda, bun in the oven, question mark, and that'd be it. <laughs> Uh, what, no, what I don't text Linda that. It would be, that would be Helen Ward. I'm not saying... I, well, I, I think, like my kneecaps. She, I've seen her tackle. I think you might have to ask Linda first. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't. I think maybe we need to run this past people before we start making it public, no, is my only just, concern. You think? No, because why? Yeah, we fly by the seat of our pants. Let's do it. All right, I'll leave it in then. It's, it's, it's an idea. This is exactly how Do Not Scratch Your Eyes works. Me and Carl go, fuck it, do it. And you're going, shouldn't we ask her? No! <laughs> no, nothing <laughs> bad can happen. What, what, what can happen? What can the <laughs> Bang on the shutters. I've got flour and chocolate here. Peter's, Pete's making a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think um the thing is that if it goes out, I can see maybe a tweet or two putting in Helen, us and the kitchen Croxley in the same thing. It'll be good yeah. for numbers of listens, but I just wonder whether we might be preempting it things. It also promotes a local business. A local and business. And it, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you see, you're, you're bringing me around to this being a good idea now, and I, I just, I just, I just wonder whether, <laughs> I just wonder whether we are jumping some guns. But <laughs> th- these brownies are promised, so we will get them they somehow. Are. So we will get them somehow, and if we have to physically cook them ourselves, <laughs> then that's we that's will. That's not the idea. We will have them. That's not the idea. We could do that anyway. We could have done that last year. <laughs> That's not the idea. The idea is that Helen bakes them, surely. If we have to bake them ourselves, what's the point? There's no point in that. We might as well have one of Peter's pancakes. C-Fax, page 352. Don't be be consigning my pancakes to the kind of, you know, consolation prize draw. Thank you very much indeed. They're very fine. I'm sure, I'm sure they're lovely, but it's not. A, it's not a promised brownie. Anyway, let's let's move away from this ridiculousness. <laughs> Please, can the season start again? Yeah. Because now we're on the baked goods again. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't mind, but she at must one, think. At one point, somebody said quality control earlier on. I mean, what <laughs> fucking over we got? What is that? I think she must uh, think that that's all we're kind of, you know. Congratulations on your amazing career. Where are these brownies? Where's our brownies? Flippantly <laughs> said you. Even when she was she was trudging off a football pitch once, and you shouted, "Where's our brownies?" <laughs> okay, yes. I, I, she I, just she just won. They just won the league, and and I don't I don't kind of sashayed up to her because I can. Sashay, it's a sashay. Oh, I'd like to like see this. this. Oh, oh, and Helen Ward, legend of the Just going to ask about some, uh, you know, your your ever extending uh, your ever extending career. So you've got out of giving us brownies on the last day, even though I'm here. The withering look to heaven that she gave me was like, oh god. Well, I'm, I'm oh, sure I'm well, going to have to give them to Justin at some point. You know, is, it's either that or a restraining order. I think it was only sort of for two originally. Now we're asking it to do a third more than we originally asked as well. Without without. And we're even, asking it to do a bake-off as well. A third? Have you seen me? 
Yeah, and we're yeah. asking her to be in a blog. Uh, it's just, it was it, it, just, you know, our piss taking knows no end. But there you go. Uh, and now we're also uh, roping in a local business that have had no right of reply whatsoever as to whether got they no want to. Yet, <laughs> no idea either. No idea. Can we ask if 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 Addy Fadugadala has no idea about baking, then that makes her absolutely prime to come in and also take part. I think also, that would be excellent. Absolutely great. And also, I think it's worth mentioning, if we can't get the uh, the, the Croxy kitchen, if you're a fan of the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes uh, podcast, would you like to lend us your kitchen? <laughs> if so, please email. Uh, I, I, mm, that'd be nice. If you've got uh, if you've got a local catering-sized... Because you can't just this be is like... Somebody, this is somebody who, who used to be a hospital radio breakfast presenter. If you, uh, um, uh, uh, if you do... Uh, um, yeah, excellent stuff. I know, excellent. I know, but I, I, I kind of had, I kind of had music. I could just press a button and it would play. I didn't have to think about things, you know. Um, <laughs> you didn't have to talk to morons throughout. <laughs> no, I did my fair share of that. The idea about having a kitchen to do it into a sound one, but it doesn't want to be someone go, yeah, come round ours, and it's like a galley kitchen, or you know, they're on a houseboat or something. That's not going to work, is it? <laughs> It's got to be a One reasonable size. Yeah, it's got to be a <laughs> reasonable size. I appreciate that not all of this is going to go out, but so far we have we have criticised the club for its pork pies that transpired not to even be pork pies. Something something involving brisket is all we ended up getting in the end. And now we are turning around saying, "Give us your kitchen, but not if it's a bit shit." Yes. You are very yeah. ungrateful, Justin. Very ungrateful indeed. No, I'm just thinking logistics, that's all. It's going to be, you know, five adults in it. It doesn't want to be a galley kitchen where we're sort of... It needs to be room enough to, to, to have a bake-off. Does anyone know where Bake Off's filmed? Can we can we go there? Make some inquiries, Cup. <laughs> send Paul Hollywood. Tent, send Paul Hollywood an email. See if he's up for it. I don't see I'll why. Tweet him now. I'll tweet him. Tweet I'll him. Tweet I do him know. I do know that John Mooney has just come back from camping because he was telling us the other day he was trying to take the tent down. Apparently, it's an inflatable one, but I'm not sure it'll have a gas oven in it. Uh, we shall inquire. <laughs> we can have a tent or a or a kitchen. One of the two. That's an idea. Either, either way, either way, Justin will walk in and go. This isn't good enough. I'm used. <laughs> working with professionals exactly <laughs> you know we've got to get the camera equipment set up and all that you know what you know not that it won't just be done on an iphone like it normally is <laughs> I was going to say it would just be a phone, won't it? I'm sure camera it would. Camera equipment. <laughs> camera equipment. Yes. Absolutely. I was thinking yeah. making, you know, on, where you're putting the dolly tracks down. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, I was thinking about having, you know, on the side as a graphic, the the the, the ingredients and the recipe. <laughs> I was trying to be quite. What is this? What are you pulling out your pocket now? What, what is this doing? extendable thing that you're showing us? Oh, look at this! He's he's, he's got, got a selfie got a stick. Selfie look, stick. look at this, eh? Yeah. And it's it's got a, it's got a little. Can you control tripod. it from there as well? Oh, oh well, that's yes. that's the very definition of robust. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's that then. That's that sorted. Okay, we don't. We need oh, look dear. no further. We, we're sorted. We have our camera yeah. crew. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't worry, galley kitchen. It'll fit in. Trust me. I think I think what we need to do now is get that that lady who does the the Bake Off um, the sorry the Master Chef over uh, voice thing. Uh, Carl has made his special brownies with you know however it is. Let's go for it. If we're going to do it, we might as well do it properly. We might as well yeah. see if we can get her involved. So yeah, I think her name's India something. Go and look that up as well. Um, excellent. This is brilliant. This is it's really good. You know, it's not going to happen, quickly, don't you? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I thought. I thought what people were going to do were like going to do them, film them, put them in little Tupperware, and then we might go somewhere and something might go. Yeah, <laughs> no. I like that. no, I don't like that. No, instead we're going to no. be sat there waiting around for forty minutes, going. <laughs> Well, season was a bit shit, wasn't it? While we're waiting for these yeah, things, no, to no, bake. here you are. There you go. Listen, no, yeah. This is how we do it. We we do we we, we prepare the, the 
the chocolate del- delicacies. We put them in the oven. Then we interview Helen. And we do some interviews. Yeah. Helen and blah, blah, blah. And, and Linda. We and eat. Linda. Uh, then yeah, we, yeah. And then we eat. You see, this is why me and Justin are in charge of absolutely nothing. You see? <laughs> <laughs> this is a fine idea. Just, uh, I apologise yes. in advance to you, uh, Linda Anderson, if you're going to get some random tweets over the next week, and you as well, Helen Ward. It's for a good cause, because um, no doubt we'll do some sort of, I don't it know. Will it will be me, probably. Give it to charity. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it for charity. Yeah, what are we going to do? Sell the brownies off? <laughs> yes, we are. Frig and buy sale like Blue Peter in the 80s. That's what we're going to do. Fantastic. Hide <laughs> the market so tavern and sell them for £5 <laughs> each. I say they're actually marijuana ones. They're £10 <laughs> each. There you go. <laughs> What flavour would you like? Cocaine? Yes, here you are. They're £20 each. And hello to Simon. Welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Bake Off, live from Amsterdam. (laughs) You won't notice any discernible difference. This is great. Oh, good. I'm glad we managed to extend this. We've done this. nearly another podcast here, by the way. Oh, it's, this, this is, is going in. This is this going is, in. This is, this is a plan right up with me going, I reckon we could do commentating, you know. I think I yeah. could. I, I've seen the ladder. I think I could get it's, up it. I could get up that ladder. No problem. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Oh, right. Uh, I think we better we leave say goodbye, then? I think so. We I, should I, say goodbye. I think so. I don't so. think we have said goodbye at any point. We tried. I tried. Comprehensively we failed. failed. Yeah, that was about an hour ago, I did that so let's yeah try let's, again. let's try again thank you very much for listening i'm not going to say anything else now i'm just going to say uh you owns you owns you owns <laughs> so you've got to edit that now i have i just did that just as to if, annoy him as if i haven't got more <laughs> gaps that i need to get rid of thank you very much oh right meet the game because the boys are here the boys to entertain you with music and laughter to help you on your way To raising the rafters with a hey, hey, hey The songs and sketches and jokes on the new With us about you and feel blue So meet the gang cause the boys are here The boys to entertain you B-O-B-O-Y-S Boys to entertain you It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.